Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the Wake Up Show Uncensored Podcast, episode 560 for Monday, September 27, 2021. Not intended for younger audiences. On the podcast today, we talked about speakeasies, wearing masks in strip clubs, removing your own IUD, and more. All coming up next. It's podcast time. All right, check. One, two. One, two. Check your mic, Lizette. Yo. Cool. It's the Wake Up Show Uncensored Podcast, not intended for younger audiences. Um, we took a break for a couple of days, I just realized, because I was out of town, and then we just had a hell of stuff going on, so I think there was a couple of days where we missed the podcast. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Uh, we back Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, 1030, and uh, we stream it on tic- uh, Sorry, on Twitch at the Are Wake Up Show. Are we streaming right now? Today, well, no. <laughs> I, I didn't set up the computer today. Okay, cool. Good. But every other day we do. Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash The Wake Up Show. Um, I got a couple things to run down. You want to go first? You got something? What's, what's happening? Uh, honestly, I don't really have much. I've had a long um, night and morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't I don't think I've mentioned this on a podcast or anything before. And, I, and honestly, I don't know if I mentioned anything to you, Strawberry. No, my, not until today. Whoops. My cousin... Um, went into a coma about three months ago and she passed last night. And so I just like fell down. I was like, I got the text that um, she passed as I was trying to go to sleep last night or as I was like laying down. Yeah. So then I fell down this rabbit hole of like, just, I started like kind of just looking at all my family's social media to see if anyone had like posted anything. Like, are we not talking about it on social media? I was Mm -hmm. looking to see if they posted any pictures or anything. Um, but, yeah, so I kind of fell down this rabbit hole of just, like, doing all this internet stalking last night. Yeah. Well, you um, can't hear that a loved one passes passes away and then, like, go to sleep. All right, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't just, like, fall asleep on that. So I was just, like, up for a while, you know, thinking about her husband. She has three kids. Um, the oldest is 13. The youngest is, like, five, I think. So it was just, it's, like... Kind of thinking about all that, like I'm a mom too. I can't imagine leaving my son or leaving him like mm. without a mom. It's just been me and him, and we were so attached to each other. So, mm. so that was last night. <laughs> I know. I just went. Through, I just went to a funeral last week. I totally get what you're yeah. going through. I get the feelings. Yeah. So I don't have much prepped for the podcast, but um, coincidentally, strawberries. What's good story? Oh today? my god. So my what's good story, which again, if you don't listen to the the wake up show on on terrestrial radio or whatever, so every morning at six fifty and eight fifty, we do these like good news segments, right? It's like we take turns. One day is Lizette, next day is me. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So today was me, and it was about this local dude who was actually the creator, the animator behind Rugrats. I'm like, this is fucking awesome, and he's doing this like YouTube uh, series about um, teens. Like raising awareness of suicide and like it's called like my life is worth living or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it's aimed to like get the conversation going. So I'm pretty psyched about this story. And (laughs) as I'm as I'm talking, I'm looking over to Lizette and like she's just like pan face, like dead face. I'm like, not getting (laughs) not getting anything off of her. 
And then I finished the story, and she goes, yeah, I mean, that's that's good. And I'm like, oh, I hope it no. Help. I was like, I hope it helps someone out there. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, because I'm like, oh, and, you know, coincidentally, coincidentally enough, it's Suicide Awareness or Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. You just kept. And then if you know somebody, here's the number to call. And so I look over to she goes, yeah, I hope it helps somebody. I'm like, oh, man, something's going on. And I just, I didn't know what it was, but I know that that story touched you. And I'm like, uh-oh. And so, so we, we. Whatever, finish the story, go to song, and then Lizette's in a different studio. So then I look over because I had to like hit the intercom to talk to her, and like she's rubbing her face. I'm like, oh man, that story fucked her up some, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Shit. And then so I said something, and Lizette's like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm like, ah, because we're trying day. to like, you're trying to like grab audio from me and like here, let me like record you saying this and saying that. Oh and yeah, I'm, that's right. That's what it was, and, like, I was trying not to let you see me in there, like, crying, because obviously, like, nobody wants to fucking come to work, like, when something like that happens, yeah, or, of course. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the yeah. last thing you want to do is come to work and, like, talk like this, like, all morning, you know? Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Well, we could have blown off the regular, like, <laughs> planned show and actually just dive into serious shit. Like, this would have been a... No, I don't want to dive into serious shit. Okay. And, like... I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to, like, spend all morning talking about it. And, like, then I would have been sadder. And then I would have gone home and, like, went straight to bed. And you know what I mean? Like, I get that. When my niece's dad died, and I think I did take, like, a day. I remember the next day I was, it was Jelani. It was right before Jelani's birthday. And the uh-huh. next day I broadcasted from home so that I could be home on his birthday. Oh, okay. And I remember sitting in my closet because that's where I was broadcasting from. Uh-huh. And I think I think I texted you or I told you through the mic, like, man, my niece's dad died last night. Like, that's fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't even hit me at first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after a while, I, I know I did take, like, a day or two off from the show. I don't remember if it was before or after the funeral. Mm-hmm. But I remember I did take a day off, and I spent that whole day, like, in bed crying. And I was like, man, I fuck, I hate, fuck, this is awful. I hate this feeling. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I have to... Do something. Yeah. I got to stay busy. So then I did come back to work. Um, And so I just didn't want to be like, it's fucking raining and it's gloomy outside. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like if I would have like texted you guys last night, like, hey, just found out my cousin passed. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming in tomorrow. Then like, I just would have been. That would have like, been totally fine. I would have come in here. I know. but I would have <laughs> just threw some like, you know, best ofs in the system. Just like for my own, like. <laughs> Like, mental health. <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. It just sucks. Like, this is one of the cousins that um, we didn't, like, we didn't really talk to a lot. Uh-huh. And my sister actually saw her all the time because my nephew and her oldest, like, went to the same school. And they were actually, I think, in the same class last year. Oh, cool. So they would pass each other all the time. And, um, but I think, like... I don't want to get into too much detail because I actually really don't know the full story. Okay. But I I think her dad, like, had fallen out with the family. Okay. So we all, like, lost touch. Like, I haven't seen or talked to her in so long. Um, but I remember her from when I was smaller. And I would always, you know, my mom and my sister would be like, hey, I saw, I saw so-and-so today. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, she still lives here? That's uh. crazy. Like, I didn't even know if she still lived in town. I had no idea mm-hmm. that she was even still there. And um, just to hear, you know, that she passed now and um, it was uh, to suicide, mm-hmm. which makes it even worse because you're kind of left with those questions of like, well, 
Like, well, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? Why were you so sad? Mm-hmm. Is there something that somebody could have done? You know, mm-hmm. like what happened that night? Did I don't know. There's just so many questions that you want answers to. Yeah, and you'll never get them. And, and you never get them. I uh, and so one of so when I went to this funeral in the Bay Area for our friend uh, Leslie Perez, DJ LP, uh, it was near the grave site of where my best friend is now resting. And he, we've talked about him a couple times. Your tattoo one, yeah. My, yeah, my tattoo, Kazra, uh, Kaz. He lost his life uh, after, you know, suicide as well. And so I went to my buddy's funeral who just died of, of health problems. And then I'm like, well, I'm in town. I got to go see my best friend's family and I got to go stop and see mm-hmm. my best friend. And it's, you, you are, you're standing there at the gravesite or, you know, you're looking at Instagram and you're just, what happened that night? What was going through your head? When was there a chance for someone to step in and say something or, or to save you? And, you know, you'll never, ever know those answers. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I've heard people call suicide like the most selfish thing someone can do. And I, th- I, think I, like, that's to- very- I like I understand both sides of it. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I tell <laughs> Not to interrupt the flow, but my my phone just went off. I downloaded the Citizen app yesterday. You know what the Citizen app is? No. No? No. Oh. It's like if some shit's happening nearby. If oh, there's the like snitching a snitching app? Is it to snitch? No, it's just like, yo, be careful. There's there's like a, a mugging like within a quarter mile of you. It, it's GPS located. Oh, okay. And so it's like, yo, be careful. Like there's an apartment, you know. 500 yards from you that's on fire right now or there's there's a uh, call about a man with a knife on Pike Street like oh shit I'm on Pike Street so it just kind of like says like what's going on so this is the first time I got the alert after I downloaded it last night <laughs> and it said incident public exposure 600 feet away <laughs> in the building it must be in the building <laughs> this building is big somebody in this building is pulling out their wank and showing it every somebody out here is what was the word with dropping dong like down the hallway, like possibly by the Xerox machine. What the hell? Well, it's not either of us. Or at the Starbucks across the street, within six hundred feet. Or at feet, the cafe downstairs. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of construction workers in here now. Within six hundred feet from us right now, there's a public exposure incident. Somebody's dropping Weird. trousers. Yeah, as we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, which I still think is one of the funniest crimes out there like granted as long as you're not doing it to a kid like absolutely but like flashing <laughs> is so funny to me it's, like, so, it's so made you look at my dick <laughs> i tricked you <laughs> it just run the, off <laughs> it is the funniest the thing fuck? to me i know probably the person's like got something wrong with them or i don't know what it is but it's still one of the funniest crimes to me even like we came up with a name for like like schlanga Schlinger, ding dong, or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. We, we came up with a name for it in the past, but it is as look is granted. Granted, as long as there's no kids involved. Other than that, if it's like adult to adult, it is hilarious to <laughs> if me. If it's non-consensual adult to adult, <laughs> then it's fine. I don't know. I'm. It's just weird. So anyway, going back to this, you'll never know, and it sucks. And I've heard people call it the most you know selfish thing you can do. Um, and I was just watching freaking. Kevin Costner in Yellowstone and like his son was going to like blow his head off with a shotgun. It was weird. Oh, fuck. And then, yeah, this is some cowboy shit. Like they don't play around in this show. And so he said something like, when you kill yourself, you don't just kill 
yourself. You kill every memory of you because anything you ever did or said or whatever, none of that matters. Everybody forgets that, and all they remember is that one moment, like, why did you kill yourself? Did you hear the so-and-so kill themselves? Did you hear how they killed themselves? Oh, my God, what happened? What could I have done? Like, like you erase everything yeah. except that moment, and that's how people are going to remember you by. And, like, Kevin Costner went on this whole speech and I'm like, yeah, was, you know, kind of accurate. You start to really, like, beat yourself up, even if there's nothing you could have done. Mm-hmm. You start to beat yourself up over, like, like fuck, they, I didn't answer that call. Yes. Or, like, I never got back to that text message. Yeah. Or, like, I, I saw them. I was a dick last time I saw him. I, I was a dick last time I saw them. Or, like, I saw them at the grocery store, but but I was on the phone, so I didn't stop and talk to them. Like, what if they needed? Yeah someone to talk to or what if they were waiting for me to say something so that they could talk to me or I don't know. You kind of just like start to beat yourself up over stuff like that. And I did when, um, when, uh, this guy that I went to high school, he passed. Uh And the last time I saw him was this one new year's and I was hella mean to him. Oh, were you? I was hella mean to him. He went out with me and my sister and um, my niece's dad. They were together at the time. And this guy from high school. (laughs) But, you know, like, I'm just, I'm, like, I don't try to be mean. But, like, if you're hitting on me all night and I clearly don't want to be hit on, then, like, I get annoyed. Then I kind of start being a bitch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And because I, like, already knew him from high school, I'm just like, oh, God, like, thanks. Mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. thanks. Like, I was just being a bitch. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I felt, you know, a long while later after I found out that he had passed away, I th- thought back to the last time I was with him and I was like, damn, like, I was like mad mean to him. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> so it just kind of like, I don't know, it just sucks. And then, you know, there's mm-hmm. kids and husbands, no, wives, and the kids are going to wonder like, uh-huh. Was it me? Was I not good? Yeah. Was it my fault? Right. Like, I don't know. It just really, really sucks. It does suck. It never goes away. Ugh. Yeah. Um, what the hell did I write coolest drinks down for? Why did I write this down? Coolest drinks. Did I have something? You oh, you need to take better notes. Like, you always do that. You write like one word thinking like, oh, I'm going to remember. Oh, I remember, it. I remember it. I remember it. I remember it. I remember it. Oh, no. But you're right. You, you need to write. Like, I do need to write better. write a sentence. I do. I do. It's going to take two more seconds. All right. So you're right. I do need to take better notes. Um, So we went to, it's not really a speakeasy. We went to a really cool bar restaurant on Friday. I had friends in town from Chicago. Um. I think, yeah, it was Friday. Um, so we went to this. If anybody is interested in, I'll, I'll just fucking say it. So it's this place called Radiator Whiskey. It's in Pike Place Market. It's upstairs at the market. Do you do you drink whiskey or or uh, at all or rye? I uh, guess whiskey. I like Jameson. Okay, that's whiskey, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'll drink Jameson. So we had we had these friends in town from Chicago, and. Uh, my fiance and I are texting like, yo, we're going to go to this bar, meet us here. I said, all right, well, give me a little bit. So by the time I walk in, they're already sitting down. They already had like a round of apps. They had a round of drinks already. So I sit down. I'm like, what up, man? I'm hungry. Let me get something. And they go, yo, you got to order this book. And I'm like, a book? They go, yeah. 
go to an or a bar and order a book. They go you and it's a it, the drink is called Open Book, and I'm like, okay, why? Oh, it's a drink. It's a drink. It's called the Open Book. <gasps> and so my fiance starts to tell me about it, and then our friend from Chicago is like, no, 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 don't tell him. He's got to experience it. And I'm like, okay. And so the the waiter comes over. I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna have one of these open book drinks. I don't know. He's like, okay, okay, cool. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like what the fuck is going on here. And right. You need to let me in on what's happening. So he comes back with a glass in one hand, a glass with like a big square uh, ice cube and a little piece of orange peel in one hand, mm-hmm. and then he's got a book, a hardbound book, and he sets the book on the table in front of me. And he sets the glass next to the book. And I'm like, they're really bringing me a hardbound book to the table. What is this? He reaches over. He opens the book. And it's one of those things where, you know what a flask is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Figured you would. Just kidding. (laughs) Of course Uh, I do. So it's one of those things where you open the book. And they cut out in the center of all the pages a spot for the flask. A spot for the flask. Uh-huh. And there's a flask sitting there in between all the pages of this book. He takes the flask out, opens the flask. Whiskey is in there. I don't know what kind it was. Um, and he pours whatever whiskey that's in the flask into my drink. Which And this whiskey isn't just like, oh, a bottle of Jameson. Like It's sitting in these barrels, these oak barrels, small batch barrels. And this is in Seattle? Yeah. And they're sitting in these small oak, oak barrels small batch oak barrels that's sitting behind the bar. So they go fill up these flasks with this, like, whiskey that they're curing, if that's the word, uh, in the bar, aging in the bar, put the flask in the book, give you the book. Right in front of you, they pour the whiskey from the flask into your glass. They go, all right, cool, there you go. It's like, that is the coolest thing. It is the coolest thing. So it's all open book, drink orders, whiskey? Um... I don't think so. It's just whatever was in that order. I didn't see the menu because, like I said, I showed up late. So I'm like, hey, let me find. They're saying, let me get an open book. Let me get an open book. He's like, all right, cool. I got so you. So every night the open book is different, but it's always the same thing? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm assuming. Then this is going to bother me. I'm assuming. Let's go. We should go then. Where is it? It's Pike Place Market. It's called Radiator Whiskey. It's uh, Upper Deck. So if you walk. Okay, so you know where they throw the fish. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Back up, back up. So you're on Pike Street. You know where the strip club is. Yes. You know the strip club. Showgirls. Yes. Or showgirls or whatever it is. So Dream Girls. Dream something like that. Um, we parked across from it. Right. On, its, on Pike's birthday. Right. So you walk uh you, you go in the little hallway across from uh the strip club. You walk upstairs or there's an elevator, and right when you get out of the elevator, there's a coffee shop on your left, or you walk down the hall and there's the there's the bar restaurant called Radiator Whiskey. It's right there. I want to go to one of the speakeasies with the hidden bookcase closet doors. Oh, the one uh, I was telling you about, Needle the and one, Thread? The ones with all the hidden stuff. Yes. That's what I want. Okay, there's a couple more I've Is there like found. prohibition ones? Like what? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Like era? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we can find some good ones. Is there ones that you can go to and you like drink alcohol out of teacups? I am. Mean, like teacups type of prohibition? I don't know about that. But I like the ones that um, there was one I went to in. This may have been in Chicago. Also. I don't know what city I was in. Al Capone's lawyer. This might have been in Chicago then. Al Capone's lawyer. I forget what his name is. Let's just call him like Bob Al Smith. Lawyer. Right. So Bob Smith. So there's a. There's this speakeasy in Chicago, and this the restaurant is it's like there's just a door, and it's called like Bob Smith Law Firm. That's uh-huh. it, and it's like next to like just regular stores or regular shops. It's uh-huh. just a door. It's called Bob Smith's Law Firm, so you think it's law firm, but you're like, wait a minute, that's the name of Al Capone's lawyer. So you go in this door, and then you walk downstairs, and it's this speakeasy, and it's like same thing, like kind of Roaring Twenties, Prohibition Era type shit. Mm. Like, they don't want you to talk loud. If you're getting really loud, they'll come over like, hey, shh, 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 shh. Like, everyone be quiet. Right. And so, I mean, Easy. you don't have to whisper, but they don't want you being loud like a bar. And so, it's kind of the vibe of like, yo, man, we're not supposed to be in here. Like, I want to go, yeah, I want to go to one of those where it's like a bunch of like, kind of like, remember how I went to the Harry Potter store, Universal Studios, and they're all just like actors? Yes. And they have to stay in, in, character. in character and like stick to the role mm-hmm. and the storyline. I want to go to a place like that where it's like they're all in character from like Prohibition era. Yeah. Don't tell anyone you're here. Exactly. <laughs> so it's funny. So as we're at this, uh, this is the other thing I wrote down. As we're at the uh, Radiator Whiskey spot, and if anybody's been there, hit us up on Instagram at It's the Wake Up Show. Um, where our table is, we're looking out across the street into the strip club or into the neon sign of the strip club. And so at this place, it's me, my fiance, our buddy from Chicago who's married with two kids, mm-hmm. and then the two people who work with him. One of them is married. The other one's a 24-year-old dude. Cool fucking guy. I found out two days later he's a rapper, by the way, and he and he's at the house. And like, we're going through his- Like uh, a real one? Real one. Uh, he's We're going through his fucking um, Spotify playlist. I'm like, dude, this your shit's actually pretty, really good. So anyway, he's 24 years old. So we're like, all right, we're going to go next. We can go back to my place. We got a cool view of the city. You guys got to check out the rooftop. Or we can go to this other bar. He's like, hey, well, why don't we go to the strip club? Why don't we go to the strip club? We're like, eh, eh, we're okay. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, come on, man, I've never been to a strip club. We're like, you've never, you're 24 years old. You've never been to a strip club? He's like, no. No, I haven't been to a lot either. Mm, I think it's different for a dude, though. As a dude, by the time you're 24, it's... Almost assumed, if not expected, you've been to a couple strip clubs. It's me. What's you? Like, it's me. What's you? I'm pretty sure people, if I would have told someone, like, yeah, I've only been to one strip club, they'd be like, what? Yeah, I'm, I am shocked at that. I am shocked at that. Yeah, you're right. That I've only been to, honestly, maybe two. Uh-huh. Yeah. And one was in fucking bumfuck Kentucky. Right. Next to a Walmart. That yeah. was trash. I just went because we knew the manager, and sometimes I, and have, I had never been to one before. Sometimes you have to go to trash strip clubs just for the experience. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like whoa, it was bad. Yeah, 
And the old lady in there was the one that got the most tips. I was like, this place is fucking ass backwards. Right, right. And then I went to uh, the one here by the stadium. Uh-huh. And I feel like that was it. I can't remember going to another strip club. Uh, like, not even when I was in Vegas. Huh. Weird, right? Yeah. So this guy was, like, really hard set on going to a strip club. And then they go, well, you know, is Strawberry allowed to go? Like, because, you know, the fiance's there. So would you allow him to go? She goes, yeah, he's fine with me. He can go. Like, I can go with him. Like, she's been to a bunch of strip clubs before. Like, she's like, whatever. It's fine. It's no big deal. And I'm just like, yeah, but I'm over it. Like, I'm over it, and I'm just wasn't in the mood, and like I'm I'm cool. Would you want her to go with you, or would you want to go with not her? <laughs> doesn't matter. Honestly, honestly, it doesn't matter to me anymore because I'm over that strip club wilding out, chasing hood rats. And I know, but like if hoochies. you were gonna go, and she's like, yeah, we can go together. Would you like? If she wants, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It I'm wouldn't not make you doing un- it. Nah. Well, no, it's not about doing anything, but it's just like. The environment, like, you wouldn't feel awkward staring at, like, titties or just, like, even if you happen to look, like, glance. You know, like, when you're just in the yeah. environment, you're just looking around and you're looking at people. And yeah, you're right. Half of them are half naked. That I, doesn't make you, like, uncomfortable to, like, yeah, she's sitting right there and there's titties in your face. I'd probably <laughs> be very cognizant of my best behavior. <laughs> yes. I you're mean, right. you don't have to, like, get handsy or, like get lap dances or anything, but I don't know, just the environment. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We haven't yeah, I would one. go to a strip club with my man. Yeah. But I don't know if he would necessarily be, like, uncomfortable having me there. Mm-hmm. He probably would. I think most guys would, even though they wouldn't admit it. And even if even if the guys wouldn't be uncomfortable, they're, they will act different. Mm-hmm. They'd probably act a little different. Now, not... I'm not, they're not going to be like dry humping all these strippers uh, if their lady's not there, but they would probably be just a little more loose. And if the lady's there oh, yeah, with them, they'd sure. be a tiny bit more uptight. So anyway, going back to this 24-year-old dude, uh, he was super butthurt that like the strip club idea got voted down. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, come on, man. I've never been to a strip club. Come on. There's one right there. Like, let's go. And we're like, it's funny because we were just talking, the fiance and I were just talking like, are the strippers wearing masks? Because A, that's the mandate now. And B, oh, that's true. that would make no sense. You're naked, but you got a mask on. Or are you maskless? That's funny. But you have to stay six feet from people. You should have fucking went to a strip club then. Yeah. Now we have questions that need answers. But then I was telling the guy, like, hey, you know what? I don't know if a strip club's the best place to be, like in the middle of, the, of a pandemic. Um, you know, on a Friday night when, you know, it's been closed for so many months. Like, I don't know what type of quality entertainment you're going to get there. But, yeah, maybe maybe we. I did have yeah. answers that, I mean, I did have questions that I needed answering. Hmm. All right. I got right. something else. What else you got? Nothing. Okay. Look I just finished explaining why I didn't have any podcast yeah, yeah, prep ready. <laughs> All right. So, look at this guy right here. This is Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he plays, I believe I believe he plays for the Rams. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey plays for the Rams. Um, so before the game against the uh, Bucks, he showed up to the stadium dressed as a member of the uh, the Rams mariachi band because the Rams have the a Rams mariachi band. The Rams really have a mariachi band? Yeah. That's tight. 
And so it said, uh, it's also Hispanic Heritage Month. And so this tweet says, Jalen Ramsey has been a big fan of the Rams mariachi band since he saw them play at one of his first games in the L.A. Coliseum. Today he channels their energy and look. And sure enough, he pulled up. I don't think there's any audio other than a song on here. He pulled up to the game in a uh, blue and yellow sports car. He's got the blue and yellow mariachi outfit on. And it just shows him, like, in the parking lot getting dressed, right? Full-on mariachi outfit. So, anyway. They should have played, uh, um, what was that one song? Yo, la baila con Juana. Yo, la baila con Juana. No. Um, no, the, uh, that one song. I fucking, I just heard it yesterday, too. And I can't remember. It's like that one song that, uh, uno, dos. That she, a thought though. Oh. You got bitches shaking ass and a lot though. Uh, what song was that? Did, didn't um, the dude from J. Cruz, J. Cruz's boy, did that? DJ Lachero? Wasn't that him? The taco song? I think that was him. No, not the taco song, the real song. Oh, there is a real song? I don't know. You haven't heard the real song? No, there is. I just don't know who sings it. I don't know who he covered it. But they should have played that one. So, anyway, Fox Sports tweeted out this photo. And it says, who wore it better, Jalen or Django? You remember the uh, Jamie Foxx movie? Yes. The Django Unchained? And. Oh, my God. It, they quickly deleted it. I can it. just imagine the. Backlash? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because the thing is, the photo is uh, Jalen in the blue and yellow mariachi outfit and Jamie Foxx as Django in the blue and white outfit of that time. So, everybody is talking so much shit, and I guess what happened is uh, they had to quickly delete the uh, the tweet. Well, yeah. It says, Fox Sports deletes post. Didn't they watch the fucking movie? Like, he was <sighs> a slave. Yeah. Uh, deletes the post comparing Jalen Ramsey's mariachi outfit to Django after receiving backlash. Yeah. Who do you think tweeted that? Like an intern? Honestly, I don't know. Because people are so fucking stupid these days. Yeah. Uh, this said. It that, could be either one of the above. Yeah. Oops. I just. So anyway, that happened. All right, I got one more thing. Uh. All right. You want some M and M's? Yeah, I do. There's actually. lots of yellow, orange, and brown ones on top. I need to get peanut? out of the bag. Why don't you come through with the uh, peanut butter? Thanks. Oh, fuck. I gave you the blue one. Here, take a blue one back. Why don't you come through with the peanut butter ones? Because they don't have these in the take little the kitchen. Take the blue, cuz. Oh, you're making a mess. Did you just... See what I did there? <laughs> did you just gangbang on my M&M's? Did you just gangbang on me? Um, with your Nipsey Hustle shirt? Oh, yeah. Hello. Did you see the video of, like, my the goodness. moment that... Nipsey Hussle and Snoop Dogg realized that they didn't like um, Superman. No. <laughs> what? Like they both, they're talking about Batman and Superman and who's better and stuff. Nipsey Hussle was like, yeah, but Batman got that cool cave and the cool car. And he got money and bitches and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And he's a regular human. Superman is, a, is from somewhere else. Right. And he was like, but Superman can fly. Yeah, and he's not from here. He's from like a whole nother planet. Like Superman's an alien. Mm -hmm. So they kept going back and forth with the pros and cons between Superman and Batman. And the Snoop Dogg was like, was like, ain't he, um, he was like, ain't he like 
what's the what's the fucking word? Not deadly, but he's something along the lines of like, don't he have to stay away from like kryptonite mm-hmm. or something? And then they both sat there and they go, now nah, fuck that, fuck Superman, kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, that's hella funny. Can't be around crypts. Yeah. Got to stay away. That's hella funny. I didn't see that. He hates Crypt tonight. I get it. Hates Crips. They're Crips. Yes. All right. So let me know if you've heard of this or let me know if you've done this without M&Ms. So there's a challenge on TikTok. The rest are for you. Doctors are worried about women. This isn't like some like dumb teenager challenge. This is women. Doctors are worried about women removing their own IUDs. Because TikTok is telling them to do it. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. You've heard of doing it or you've heard of the TikTok challenge? I've heard of doing it a long time ago. Well, this... I think we we talked about this. I don't think we talked about it. I think we have because I don't remember what the context of the conversation was. But I, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or on the air. But I remember a lot of people were hitting me up. And I don't remember on what they were hitting me up. If it was a text or Instagram or something. Okay. They're hitting me up and they're like, do not take it out yourself. You have to get it done by a doctor. Like someone was either like, I did it and it hurt really bad or like so-and-so did it and they didn't stop bleeding. Like they ended up having to go to the doctor. Like it's really dangerous. Don't take it out yourself. I do remember talking about this conversation. Yeah. And I think I said that I remember seeing on 16 and pregnant. One of the girls, Leah, uh-huh. took out her own IUD, and then she yeah. like went in a little confessional. She's like, yeah, it was no big deal. I just ran myself a hot bath, and I just pulled it right out. I didn't Ooh. even feel it. So this says, don't do it. TikTok users have discovered a potentially dangerous new trend, and no, it doesn't involve climbing And why would you crates. do it for a trend? Like, that shit, first of all, is so painful to get it put in. Mm. They're expensive. Mm. I have a picture of mine when I got it taken out. You want to see? No, thanks. It's like really bloody and mucus. No, absolutely not then. This says due to- If you ever fucking bring in curdled milk or whatever it's called, milk curds. I don't know what you're talking about. I will print it out (laughs) and post pictures of my bloody IUD all over the studio. This says due to some unwanted side effects, women are removing their, their IUDs at home and documenting the process on video, similar to a DIY tutorial. It says it is possible for women to remove their IUDs at home, but doctors and other medical professionals say that the process may not be totally safe. Um, let me just go to this it one, It hurts lady. so bad that I would think I did something wrong. I bet. Ugh. Like, it feels like... When you get it taken out mm-hmm. at the area of insertion, okay, which I guess would be your cervix, okay, it feels like a tight, tight pinch mm. when you're removing it and a really bad cramp. Like you get like a pinch mm-hmm. and a cramp at the same time. So you and figure it's just like you oh, figure God. any woman on TikTok that's doing this, they would probably be like, "Oh, it hurts! Don't do it, ladies." Right? Wouldn't you think that's what would happen? I would think so, unless it just hurt the way my doctor did it. Or maybe it was, like, the position I was in, or maybe it was the fact that she had the whole, what's the thing called, where they, like, stretch open your vagina with that tool? Uh, The car jack? <laughs> yes. Essentially, yes. Yeah. But, Pliers? Uh, that was in there. This one says, I didn't want to pay someone $300 to do it for me. Hashtag mom. Hashtag mom life. No, bitch. Hashtag IUD removal, hashtag DIY IUD removal. Here's her video. 
Top three reasons why I removed my IUD myself. I was sick of never being in the mood. I was sick of always feeling exhausted and having terrible brain fog. I was sick of feeling like I was in early labor every time I had to go poop. Any questions? Okay, well, let me see. You come I have out. brain fog still, too. Um, oh, this person. Here's another video of a woman taking her IUD out at the house. Says, this is not medical advice, but it only took two minutes. Let's see. So she's putting on a latex glove, looking down. Oh, okay. We're just seeing her face. And then, oh, here it comes. She didn't do that on camera. You don't think that was? No, no, no. no. That IUD was way too clean. I'm telling you, when mine came out, uh -huh. it. You could just say it wasn't clean. That's all you got to say. It was you, bloody you don't need it. Okay, mucus you don't need it. Okay. all over it. <laughs> and the doctor held it up. I was like, can I see? And she goes, yeah. And she holds it up with the little plier things that she used. I was like, whoa, can I take a picture? And she was like, yeah, it's yours. Mm. It was anyway. like, looked like a, IUD, like you saw what the IUD looked like. It was like covered in blood clots, it looked like. It was bloody mucus. Gross. Just all, like wrapped all around it. Hella gross. There's okay. no, like, no, they absolutely, no, they're not doing that on camera. All right, so don't and be doing that. And the face she's making is like, she's like, mm, mm, ooh, ooh, got it. No, bitch. Right, okay. You didn't even do that on camera. You, you either already took it out, and I bet you they probably just like, Got one. Who's to say that that's not just like a new IUD that they have? Yeah. You can't be believing in that shit on the internet. Don't take it out yourself. Cause Absolutely not. I'm too scared to do it. Only because I feel like with my luck, I will die. <laughs> like something will happen. Like I'll get like, I'll like scratch my uterus and get an infection or something like that. Like. Gross. All right. But I'm lucky. I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones that didn't have too many problems with it. Mm -hmm. um, people get it and they like get real moody or they change or their appetites or this or that. And I feel like nothing really happened with me that I know of, at least. What? Except I do have brain fog, but that could be COVID. It could be COVID. What a journey we went on on today's podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we covered a whole lot in 30 minutes today. It's an emotional journey. Wow. All right, on Instagram, we are at It's The Wake Up Show. I'm at Lisette Love, L-I-Z-E-T-T-E-L-O-V-E-E. -E -E. I am at Strawberry Radio. We will talk to you Wednesday and Friday. And uh, you can always binge the rest of the podcast that you missed. And uh, we're going to be on Twitch, the next couple podcasts, uh, twitch.tv slash The Wake Up Show. Talk to you then. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.